0: episode 187. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Thank you guys for being here with me. Uh, and uh, thank you for putting up with my crazy schedule. Uh, I'm, I'm back in a chair. I'm feeling pretty good right now. A um, lot of stuff going on in the background these days. And uh, you, a lot of stuff going on <laughs> in the foreground too. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, if you thought 2022 was going to be boring, uh, I, I guess that's really not the case. Uh, this episode is the psychopaths, the pushers, the, the pedos. And uh, their protectors, the the I, the, the, I don't know, the pushing that P uh, there's something from back in my days in the military, uh, the seven P's proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. And uh, to be able to to say that, right. Uh, but uh, the, the the P's here is is kind of what I wanted to to focus on a little bit today. There's so much going on out there. I really, I hope you guys are good. I really do. Um, a lot of stuff going on around here as well. Um, Doing a lot, uh, trying to get as much as I can done while well, uh, respecting my back. Uh, I've got uh, I've got some things coming up here in the near future, and uh, when they're done, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna clear you guys into kind of what's been going on behind the scenes. But um, for security and all those kind of things, like I've got to keep some stuff undercover until it happens. But uh, I'll tell you what, man. The there are so many really cool people out there in the world right now, and there is so much to do outside of maybe what you've already always done. Um, the There's a, I don't know, just a cataclysmic shift going on in the world right now. And I hope you're taking advantage of it. I hope you're not sitting still. I hope you're, you know, as much as we can look at this world as a, a world that is changing, that is unsure, that is unstable. Uh, I hope you're looking at things in the future that are going to be, uh, you know, not only a resource for you, but, you know, possibly something uh, that you can, you know, provide yourself a really really nice living from um and i mean that's the thing is they're they're popping up and um as i continue to ev- evolve not only in this show and in life and everything else um i'm gonna bring you guys along for this ride because i think you guys are gonna get a kick out of it uh, you guys have been with me forever and for my long timers, uh, I am so thankful you guys are here. Uh, the show is going to evolve; it's not going to stay still, uh, and we're going to start doing some things here in the very near future um, that I think are more tools like the Helios Initiative uh, and Brave for uh, healing our societies. You know, that's that's if you guys haven't figured it out, like I'm kind of this behind the scenes solution guy that's going to hack. Uh, a lot of the problems that we have, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, th- the government for one thing uh, and, and tons and tons of aspects of it um, with the Helios initiative or, um, you know, society and culture and and, and trying to shift that um, through the, the, the Brave uh, mission uh, where we're going to heal uh, a lot of people who have gone through a ton of stress, uh, traumatic stress at that with uh, some very natural um, compounds and nature. Like, it, like, I, I am super, 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 super excited about this kind of stuff. And you know, the fact that you guys are here and listening, I know you are too. And uh, to to keep you guys in the loop with with everything that's going on, uh, I'm I'm absolutely humbled. Um, today, I wanted to get into a couple of things. Um, Is why I labeled this the um, the psychopaths uh we'll get to the psychopaths first psychopaths the pushers and pedos and their protectors um let's let's talk about the the psychopaths first i'm sure uh you guys have seen all of the tough talk coming out of the biden administration over the the weekend and early uh early this week about russia and china and ukraine and taiwan um there's a lot of shit going on. And you know, here's the thing is, um, you know, right now with Russia and Ukraine and China and Taiwan, the best damn thing that America could do is sit back and start addressing what's going on internally here in America. Um, is that what we're going to do, man? I, boy, I sure as hell hope so. Um, I think there's some internal reckoning that's coming and it's coming fast. Uh, But I also see these people that are looking for a new war out there and they're absolute bastards. I mean, let's face it, like, you know, we don't we don't need to say it any differently than these guys are absolute bastards. And the idea that they want to even talk of war with Russia and possibly China. Oh, it just I mean, warning, warning, warning. I do swear in this show. Uh, I'm probably going to swear a little bit in this show because this is outrageous. I mean, these are outrageous times, you know, and they're going to get outrageous adult language. So if you got little ears or ears around that don't want to hear, you know, Marine cussing, then maybe now's the time to tune out because it's going to get real, real quick. Take a sip of water. Here's your break. Ready? Tune out now or get the little ones out of the room. The fucking psychopaths. In the Pentagon, in the State Department, in the Alphabet Soup, in in D.C., around the world, and the fucking administration. God Almighty, you got a senile dementia patient running around with nuclear fucking weapons, threatening other countries with nuclear weapons about invading a country where your son, Hunter was earning i think it was like i don't know some sick amount of money i don't know if it was six hundred thousand or something it doesn't matter it was an an amazing amount of money um for the average uh crackhead you know that that likes to leave laptops around but um and and with with no understanding of you know of what they you know of what they do in terms of burisma being an energy company right so you know I, i have suspicions about when Biden says, you know, well, if they do invade, you know, and he kind of puts this uh, caveat in there like, yeah, well, you know, we're not going to war. But if they do some certain things that we know that they can do, then maybe we are. Man, that is um that is some interesting talk from the president of the United States, for God's sakes, to, to think that we're fucking I mean, oh, God, it's just loose lipped. I don't know. From a guy that's never, you know, been in a fucking fight, this sleazeball, you know, car salesman that's the president of the United States, it's on his last fucking legs. He's going to sit here and saber rattle with nuclear powers. I mean, god damn. It's like I I watch kids, you know, in 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 my kids' jiu-jitsu classes that, you know, are brand new, they come in or they come in very seldomly and they want a tough talk. You know, a lot of the kids that put in the time and the effort to learn not only what jujitsu is, but like the the culture that it is. You know, like it's not like being the, being the badass isn't taunting. It's not, you know, going out and telling everybody how badass you are. It's not threatening people for God's sakes. It's not taking cheap shots. It's not doing any of these things. It's about providing a, you know, basically a layer of defense in worst case scenarios and in all other scenarios, working towards the very best outcome without ever talking about this cheap ass, I don't know, strength that Joe Biden has. I don't know, taking over as the Commander-in-Chief. Um, first and foremost, too, let, let's talk about something. Article 1, Section 8, Clause 11 of the Constitution. Off the top of my head, because you guys know how I am with the Constitution. Um, that's the Congress. That's, the, that's the, the Congress of the United States. Article 1 is all the Congress. Section 8 is most of the powers. Part 11, or Article, I, I should say, uh, Article, Clause 11 of Section 8 of Article 1, of the Constitution. Boy, I went there backwards, didn't I? Uh, is, is the war powers. It is solely, solely, solely a power of the Congress, period. It was it was put in the House of Representatives because those were the people who were closest to the people of the United States where the money and treasure and lives and everything that it costs is going to hit home first and foremost. To The idea that, the article Two, the the executive is going to go out and say, I'm going to go do this. Fuck. You're going to take us to war. God almighty. With a nuclear power. You're out of your fucking mind. Joe Biden. Yeah. I don't know what meds you are, man, but I don't know. Maybe they're fucking great. I don't know. Maybe they are awesome. I mean, just walking around a big chest, big swinging dick, all that kind of stuff, threatening fucking Vladimir Putin in Russia. Oh my god. The next time Vlad sees you, the fact that he's not going to slap your head right off of your fucking shoulders, which I think he probably could. Oh. You're an idiot, Joe Biden. And everybody that's holding this man up, oh my god. The places in hell that are reserved for you and you listen, I'm not that I'm not that person that's a, you know, you're going to hell kind of christian or any of that kind of stuff. So it's uh you know, I just think that you're, I think, I think you're that bad. I think you're that terrible of fucking people that if you want to support a man with dementia, tough talk the world for God's sakes, just to be close to the power, to be in the inner circle, to be in the know, oh, you're just absolutely reprehensible, disgusting people. But, um, there's more to this. And one of the places that I love to turn um is antiwar.com. Um uh, if you guys know anything about Scott Horton and the gang over there at antiwar.com, they're absolutely amazing, especially on our foreign policy. Um and I, I think this is important. Um there's a couple of articles out there, but uh this one kind of is a, is a great synopsis on on both of them. So we're going to get through this one fairly quickly cuz I got to get those kids to Jujitsu here. Um and it's, uh, it's called, Are Neocons Worried at Pace of U.S.-Russia Talks? This is by uh, Ray McGovern. Uh, it was written on January 25th. So, um, let's see. Yep. Uh, early, early today, I guess. Was Monday's hyperactivity mostly theater, the Pentagon raised the alert status of 8,500 troops reportedly to bolster NATO's quick response force, QRF. Um, While NATO was emphasizing that no final decision had been made to deploy them. And NATO announced that some members were sending ships and fighter jets to Eastern Europe to reassure allies in the region. I'm going to stop at the first paragraph. 8,500 troops is not a lot. And to give you some idea, um, when we took over Najaf in 2004, I want to say we had somewhere uh, around, uh, I don't know, maybe... 7,500 give or take. Um, and then when we took, um, Fallujah, if I remember correctly, I think we had about 10,000 Marines. And so, you know, the entire Marine Corps is made up, I think about 80, uh, 80,000 Marines somewhere in there. And then, you know, obviously army's got a lot more than that. Um, Navy and everybody else, but at, at any rate, 8,500 troops is really, um, you're not doing a lot with eighty five hundred troops, especially against a nuclear power um like Russia. I mean, honestly, if you're looking at eighty-five hundred troops, you're probably looking at a small, um, you know, small space in terms of geographical location that you can actually project force with with, you know, ground forces, if that makes sense to you guys. So getting them, you know, in terms of a raised alert, that's just that's just getting those guys on standby. Hey, I hope your gear is packed. I hope you got everything on the gear list. Um, because when they say go, you're going to grab the couple of bags, those quad cons and everything else. And we're headed it. Like that's, that's basically, you know, what this is. It's a, a QRF, a quick response, uh, for us. so back to the article, it says adding to the tension that the state department ordered the families of diplomats to depart from the embassies. In Kiev, in, with families of Britain and Australians taking a long close behind, at the same time, the EU's top diplomat, Joseph Borrell, was unusually direct in saying, we are not going to do the same thing, scale down embassies, because we don't know any specific reasons. Meanwhile, the corporate media isn't even higher. Dungeoning denouncing Russia's alleged intention to invade Ukraine despite repeated and plausible denials from Moscow that this is the eventual purpose of increased Russian troop strength near Ukraine. It seems the current high tension is being artificially stoked at present. And the question is, why? Oh, man, we're going to answer that one, too. Um but not right this second. I'm pretty sure, you know, you guys are smarter than the average bear. Hey, boo, boo. Um, I know you guys know why, because their COVID policies are fucking imploding right now, all over the place. It's glorious. So would they go out and they, you know, cover and and sensationalize other things out there besides, you know, the, the, the failing, falling apart COVID narrative that they are, not only complicit, but like, this is the illicit, illegal, terrible, awful behavior that they've been involved with. Yeah, of course they would. Like, this is how they pivot. Let me hypothesize that the crazies in Washington who see political advantage in the brinkmanship vis-a-vis vis- vis Russia are making a last-ditch effort to preempt meaningful progress and the U.S.-Russian negotiations now underway. Yes, the talks everyone knew would quickly fail. The Hawks may feel a particular urgency now since NATO solidarity is taking on the veneer of a Padman village? I'm not familiar with that. With Germany, the key odd man out, refusing to send weapons to Ukraine. So There's a a whole lot that's going on, obviously. And and, and here's the other thing is like the U.S. does a lot of training in terms of exercises in the uh, border countries of places like Finland and Latvia and Lithuania and Ukraine. Like our troops are there um, every year and we are training over there in those places. Um, And it basically is one of those things that, you know, we would not tolerate. In America, are, are you kidding me? You're like, China and Russia, you're going to go and train uh, with Canada or Mexico on the borders of the U.S.? Like, come on. The, the, this, the, I don't know, this complete departure of understanding. I mean, to think that even, let, let's just say, you know, we're having troubles with Mexico. And if we're having troubles with Mexico, and let's say, we invaded Mexico, right? Do you do you think that the proper response from Russia is to come help out Mexico? This is—I'm serious. You guys that are you know former conservatives, this this might be one of those hard things for you. I don't know with with the craziness that's going on now. You know, it might be hard for a lot of the Democrats out there who are recovering to—I don't know—throw Joe Biden under the bus. With this kind of talk, like, you know, oh no, man, they're they're bad. We need to do something. And what about World War II? And you know, when when do we stop bad men? Right? When do we stop them? Like I love that scene in um I don't know, endgame of, of the Avengers where um Don Cheadle, who plays uh War Machine, talks about going back in time with the stones and choking. <laughs> The, uh, the baby Thanos. Yeah, no, that's, we don't need to do any of those things, right? Like we've talked about economics. We understand how economics works. What we need to do is open up trade, open up free markets, let the ideas and, and, and all the the people and goods and services cross borders. And I mean, Jesus Christ is like, this is not hard to figure out. This is a bunch of power hungry assholes who have money and ties to certain organizations who helped them get to the place where they are that are corrupt as hell, that are calling in favors, right? Like this is Ukraine saying, hey, dipshit, Hunter, Joe, remember when we did these things back in the day? um We, we, we need maybe a little more protection. You know, what we need is, we need a little more show of force out of you guys or we're going to out your asses. I can see that all day long. I can see that, you know, all day long. Not to mention the fact that we're putting in all of these anti-ballistic missile sites all over Eastern Europe. You know, basically, you know, Russia doesn't want any, any more Eastern expansion of NATO. Imagine that. I mean, shocker. The article goes on. Officials, tight-lipped is a good sign. This is a good article. Following the initial U.S.-Russia talks in Geneva of nine uh, on nine ten January, there was an abundance of reporting. Much of it sourced to officials involved. After a few days, though, that abruptly stopped, probably by mutual agreement, not to complicate the negotiations by having to deal with media reporting, accurate or not. The only noteworthy exception was an interview given by Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov, who has been very close to President Putin for many years on January 16th. Peskov appeared on Fareed Zakaria's GPS to talk about Russian demands. Peskov says, I officially can tell you that there are no Russian troops on Ukrainian soil, but there are Russian troops. On the territory of the Russian Federation next to Ukrainian borders. And we find it necessary to keep those troops there because of the very tense situation and very unfriendly environment created by various training of NATO jet fighters, NATO spy planes, NATO's military infrastructure moving towards our borders. We have to respond. That's why we have our military guys in our territory there. Zakaria says, do you have some kind of timeline that you are at which point you will then say the negotiations have failed and are you then prepared to take military action? Peskov returned, no one is threatening anyone with military action. This will be just a, a madness to do that. And obviously, if I if I could read in a Russian accent, I would. <laughs> I practice my Russian later. Um, but we will be ready to take counteractions. So if you continue to say, listen, Russians, we're not going to take into account your concerns. NATO will continue to expand. We're not going to say that we will not deploy any offensive weapons on Ukraine's territory. If you tell us that, we will have to do something. Emphasis was added on that. What is the timeline? Well, of course, we're not speaking about tomorrow. We're not speaking about hours. But what was meant by our president is that we don't want to see a process for the sake of process. So we don't want to see a month long or a year long negotiation discussing our disagreements. We want to feel for the beginning, the readiness to take into account our concerns. Right now, unfortunately, we fail to do that surprise blinken lavrov and geneva so the article goes on um let's see how much longer is this thing let's uh, let's let's get through this because um if not i'll come back and do another show on uh, in, in terms of time and all that kind of stuff Few expected the announcement on january 18th that lavrov and blinken would meet on january 21st one can imagine increased apprehensiveness apprehensiveness on the part of the neocons and others who favor tension more than detente at the unusual rapid continuation of the bilateral negotiations. Worse still, from their viewpoint, Blinken said he would provide this week written comments on the Russians' concerns. The question, did someone in the U.S. side take Peskov seriously? The official silence was briefly broken by Blinken on January twenty third, Sunday. TV talk shows. Blinken told Face the Nation, for example, that the path of diplomacy and the dialogue is clearly the most responsible thing to do. Hmm. Boy, that's a, you know that that's actually that's encouraging. I don't know that I I believe it. Quote: We are answering some of the concerns Russia may have. Russia is answering the many concerns that we have. We'll see if there are things we can do again on a reciprocal basis that would actually advance collective security in a way that answers some of what we are hearing from Russia and Russia answering a lot of the Russia is hearing from us to what no one's surprise in answering a lot of what Russia is hearing from us. Um, Blinken included the obligatory warnings of the massive consequences. If Russia invaded Ukraine, the written response Unless the neocons and the Ukrainian proxies manage to disrupt the process, the next step will be the U.S. response to what Russia has put on the table. One encouraging sign comes unofficially from Russian media reports that Blykin told Lavrov that when the U.S. response is handed over, the U.S. does not want the contents released to the media. Hmm, that's weird. Political commentator and popular talk show host Vladimir Solovov commented that that this suggests that the White House does not want the Western press to jump on Biden's proposals before they can be digested and evaluated by the Kremlin. Seems a good guess. Anyway, that's the uh, that's the end of the article, and um, I thought it was I thought it was a good article. I think it's one of those that. Um, paint a completely different picture from what you get in the media. Um, and you know, we're, we're only sitting at, uh, man, I've got, to, I've got a little bit more time before I got to get these guys over there. So they, they asked the question earlier, like, why is this happening? Why is it happening now? Um, obviously it is the absolute implosion of the narrative around COVID. So we're gonna, we're gonna shift gears and segue here. Um, before Congress today, a a man who is, I guess, representing some of the medical field, and and forgive me for not um, doing, you know, grabbing his name. I thought it was actually in the tweet here. Um, but what he has testified to, you're about to hear, and I hadn't heard this yet. If if you hear anything today, and you share something today. I hope it's this. This is probably going to get me completely banned from fucking YouTube. Fuck YouTube. Um, And, you know, I'm over on Odyssey. By the way, if you don't know what Odyssey is, it is going to replace YouTube. Um, And all my content ever from this program is over there. So Odyssey is there. Check it out. But this is probably going to get me kicked off. Maybe even kicked off Twitter. Sometimes you got to do it. Sometimes you got to do it, but I need you guys to hear this. I need the world to hear this and I'm going to do whatever I can uh, to help this narrative uh, fall apart. So here it goes.
1: All three of have, have given me this data. I have declarations from all three. This data is under penalty. Uh, this is under penalty of perjury. We intend to submit this to the courts. Uh, we have substantial data showing that uh, we saw, for example, Uh, miscarriages increased by 300% over the five-year average almost Uh, we saw almost 300% increase in cancer over the five-year average cancer is not being talked about except for by dr. Ryan Cole thank you doctor Uh, we saw this one's amazing neurological so neurological issues which would affect our pilots over a thousand percent increase a oh, thousand. T- 10 times. That's 10 times rate. And obviously that was 83,000 per year. I'm sorry. 82,000 per year to, to 863,000 in one year. Our soldiers are being experimented on injured and sometimes possibly killed. Dr. Corey, thank you so much for your stance on the corruption. That's precisely what it is. They know this. And Senator, uh, when these doctors are attacked, not, necessarily the people in this room i'm not giving names they call me i'm the one dealing with the medical boards i'm the one watching the witch hunts i'm the one fighting them off and i'm the one telling them where to go i'm gonna keep doing that senator we also have uh let me give you this last thing and then i'll shut up and uh get out of your way 928, 2021 Project Salus weekly report. Project Salus is a defense, a defense department initiative where they report and contra- uh, they take all this data that doesn't exist supposedly, and they give it to the CDC. They're watching these vaccines. On that date, and around that date, I have numerous instances where Fauci and that entire crew were saying, it's a crisis of unvaxed. It's 99% unvaxed in the hospital. In Project Salus, in the weekly report, the DOD document, says specifically 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. We need investigations. The Secretary of Defense needs investigated. The CDC
0: needs to investigated, and They need to fucking hang is what needs to happen. Holy shit. Neurological disorders up from 80,000 to 800,000, tenfold. 300,000 miscarriages. I mean, holy shit. Are you kidding me? I mean, this, this narrative is absolutely falling apart so much so that a, um, a, a podcaster who was on bill Maher's show, who is a liberal comes out and absolutely, uh, says I'm done. And she is absolutely she's she's extremely well-spoken about this um her name is uh Barry Weiss is it um is it Barry Weiss uh let's see now yeah, whatever it maybe it is maybe it is <laughs> like I said I thought I was in the uh in the tweets and uh, I've got them pulled up here so uh I want you to listen to this because I'm going to tell you right now like the people who said no you're not sticking me you, i don't there's not enough evidence out there to counteract what i believe is the evil of the corporate state especially the pharmaceutical state i mean you look at tuskegee you looked at all of the um the, the syphilis that was injected into central and south american people it, they, i mean the probably aids um if if we're being honest into the uh continent of africa from uh places like the nih i mean seriously like everything they talked about that was a conspiracy oh boy well conspiracy just means two people uh plotting and designing to fuck over other people i think all the shit qualifies so uh without further ado i'm done with this question? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> done with
2: COVID. Oh, like, I'm done. It's yeah. like, I I went so hard on COVID. I, yeah, I remember. sprayed the Pringles cans that I bought at the grocery store, stripped my clothes off because I thought COVID would be on my clothes. Like, I did it all. I watched Tiger King. I got to the end of Spotify. Like, we all did it, right? No, no, we didn't. Okay, well, well, here's the thing. A lot, no, of us, a lot of us did do it. And then we were told, you get the vaccine. You get the vaccine and you get back to normal and we haven't gotten back to normal and it's ridiculous at this point. I know that so many of my liberal and progressive friends are with me on this and they do not want to say it out loud because they are scared to be called anti-vax or to be called science denial or to be, you know, smeared as a Trumper. I'm sorry. If you believe the science, you will look at the data that we did not have two years ago and you will find out that cloth masks do not do anything. You will realize that you can show your vaccine passport at a restaurant and still be asymptomatic and carrying Omicron. And you will realize most importantly, that this is going to be remembered by the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. The city of Flint, Michigan, which is 80%, I think minority students, has just announced indefinite virtual schooling. In the past two years, we've seen among young girls a 51% increase in self-harm. People are killing themselves. They are anxious. They are depressed. They are lonely. That is why we need to end it more than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us. I think it's a pandemic. It's like at this point, it's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's not it's not real anymore.
0: That's not the A pandemic of bureaucracy. Holy shit. That's what we've been saying the entire time. Too much government. Too much, man. This is fascism. When, you know, when I think Mussolini said it best himself, basically, when you have uh, corporations and the government merge or absolutely go hand in hand like they have. uh, And let's face it, the constitutional, quote unquote, United States is a corporation. And when they started picking other corporations uh, to bail out, to defend, to prevent market entry into, to give uh, better status to, I mean, all of these things, it just it corrupted, it corrupted. It wasn't a capitalist society anymore. I mean, let's face it. So um, at any rate, she's, she's 100% right. You know, we talked about it in the last show with uh, this, this absolute outrage. Of what they've done to our children, uh, what we've deprived them of for two years, like, boy, I'll tell you right now, man, like, I'm, I'm glad that my kids really I like I've been fortunate enough to keep them away from this kind of bullshit for as long as I have um, to to understand that, like she's saying that the fucking masks don't work. Well, yeah, we've been saying that for two years. Take it from a guy that went through nuclear biological chemical training. Like if you're not wearing a real fucking respirator, you're not protected from airborne disease, airborne pathogens. You're not. I mean, used to tell you like, yeah, you know, uh, if you just think you're going to cover your your mouth up with your shirt or some shit like that, um, have fun dying. Uh, because you didn't know how to get your mask on in time or clear it from, you know, any type of. Uh, pathogenic uh, you know, substances that's in there with it. Like they, they used to just tell you horror stories about things that would make you convolt so damn hard that your muscles would tighten and break your own back. Like they, this is the kind of shit that we we go through in terms of training. And like, I mean, we've been saying it and saying it, and saying it. And, you know, it's like nobody fucking believes stuff until it's up on mainstream it's like god almighty how fast can mainstream fail after this and it will once it's defunded but um i you know i i just these are silver linings this is you know this is where we're headed the the the, the pedophiles you know we know they're there we know that uh you know just Lane maxwell has been thrown in cages we know that the psychopaths um you know we see them clear as day now the the people who are pushing this, you know, this pharmaceutical type of culture on everybody, we see it. It is out in the open for everybody to see people that are left-leaning are, are starting to articulate this talking about the pandemic of bureaucracy. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing to say from somebody who's on the left. It's there, it is. It is crumbling. I know that it. Sometimes it feels like I know. Even in my last show, I was just like kind of a little bit down, like stress and uncertainty and all that kind of stuff in our lives. This is starting to crumble, and I've said it, you know, before, um, a lot. As as it crumbles, these people become more and more dangerous. But you guys have the answers. Like, yeah, I I see it. Like, I see people talking about no war with Russia. It's overwhelming. How many people are out there absolutely saying this is the most psychotic thing I've ever seen? This is insanity. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? How are we gonna afford this kind of stuff? We've got some issues here. What, What are you talking about? Joe Biden administration, news media, like you guys are all high as shit. The fact that the Pentagon is getting called to the carpet, the fact that the CDC is getting called to the carpet, the fact that the, I don't know, the organizations that have pushed this in terms of the NIH, the WHO, and all these, they're all found out, all the money ties and everything else. Like we know who these people are. It's a matter now of their protectors, the protectors. The guys with guns and badges that are standing in protection of them. All right. This is it, guys. Like, I don't know how to tell you guys any more clearly. Like, we've said it for years. The day when you have to choose is coming. There are a lot of people out there. That are not as level-headed as me. They're not going to say throw them in a deep dark hole and throw away the fucking key, like or drop them off in the Alaskan wilderness and let's see if they can get it out alive. I don't know. Like those are the two things because I don't think the state should have power to kill people. But oh boy, that word democracy you guys throw around a lot. Oh man, we've said democracy is I've you know gang rape. Democracy is gang rape. You know what else democracy is? Democracy is Nuremberg and it's um, mass hangings and it's things like, you know, execution squads for bankers, for pharmacists, for, um, you know, for the pharmaceutical industry, for the politicians who have pushed this for anybody and everybody in the corporate sector that has destroyed the lives of the people that gave them everything. Right? Like there are a lot of people. That's democracy. That's democracy. You want democracy? You want a country where when the majority of people say you fucking die, oh boy, that democracy word is going to come back to haunt a lot of fucking people. A lot of people. And it's coming. You protectors of the psychopaths and the pushers and the pedos, you better get on the right side quick and in a hurry. You better go out there and probably issue a whole bunch of I'm sorry's to your community for locking them up, for being nonviolent, for being peaceful people, for taking advantage of them and taking their money and their lives and their liberty in probably, you know, in our lifetime, Maybe the worst times in America. I mean, seriously, my generation's never seen anything worse than what this government, the pharmaceutical industry, the media, the bankers, and the corporations, the fascist fucks in the corporations have done to people over the last two years. And you better, better start thinking about what you're doing. A lot of you should probably quit. Hell, we don't need that many people to go out and investigate murders and rapes and crimes and and like real crime. The rest of you guys that are left standing with these ass clowns, these lying psychopaths, pedos and pushers, man, you're fucking done. Your days are numbered. These people are gonna swing. People are, they're, they're pissed. And that is the optimistic white pill side of me, man, that I am absolutely giddy about. It's going to be some work. It's going to be a lot of change, but God damn it. It's like, here we are. Let's fucking go. I don't know. Ladies and gents, that's going to do it for today's show. I will get you guys another one this week. Um, and uh I, I can't wait to share everything with you so at any rate uh tune in go out there if you love the show and uh leave it a five-star review on apple need some of those guys you guys need to catch up and i'll read it here you got something to bring my attention uh shane at radicalpod.com uh i guarantee you that's where most things will get read everything else eh, it's kind of a toss-up and uh if you love the show and you want to support it financially you can go to Patreon patreon.com slash radical pod and you can support my show and um you know i'm uh, gonna be working on the governor's entrance fees for the race so uh if you guys want to throw some money through that way i'd really appreciate it but until next time i love you and i need you peace um don't
2: hurt people and don't take their steps